You may not know it, but you are a leader whether you like it or not, whether you chose it or not, whether you know it or not. And the reason that is is because leadership is really influence and every single one of us has some kind of influence on someone. So what are we going to do? We're going to look at two things. We're going to look at a man named Nehemiah, which is good. You might be thinking, hey, I have no idea who Nehemiah is. That's great. Makes me look smart. And two, Nehemiah is unique because Nehemiah is a believer who happens to be a leader and not the other way around. So let me get a little a bit of history to kind of get you up to speed. So we're going to be talking in kind of centuries and millennia. So 2,000 years before Jesus is Abraham, and then Jesus is about zero, and then 1,000 years before Jesus is Adam. I mean, Adam, David, there we go. So we have uh, Abraham, then we have David, and then we have Jesus. In between this time, we've got to go through fast history. Abraham has a son Isaac, Isaac has a son Jacob, Jacob has 12 sons, and they go to inherit the land of Israel not before they're in Egypt for 400 years, okay? Now, these are different people, descendants moving all the way down the line. And through Moses, they go to enter the promised land. That's Israel. They don't go. They go in through Joshua, and they have you know, the time of the judges, the dark ages, and all these other things. But then they get their first king named Saul. He's a dud. Then they have King David, 1,000. And David has a son named Solomon. But under Solomon's sons, Rehoboam, the whole kingdom divides. So the 10 tribes in the north rebel and they say civil war. We can imagine that as Americans. Civil war, they say, we're done with you. And so they stick around, but because of their 20 bad kings, the Lord sends judgment through Assyria from a map. If you're looking at me, it would come down from this way. About 150 years later, God sends similar judgment from Babylon over to the southern tribes. And you're sticking with me, so way to go. And that includes like uh, Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, the guys in the fiery furnace. Well, eventually the Babylonians get overtaken by the Persians. So there's a new regime in town that has a new plan. Rather than take all the money and the gold and the, the temple artifacts, they have a new plan that says, we're willing to send them back. And so under this plan, there's a guy named Nehemiah who's a cupbearer, kind of an advisor and uh, the last guy to give food to the king. He is right next to the king. He's Jewish. And he hears, like, what is happening in Jerusalem? This is what he says. Those who survive the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned with fire. And when I heard this, this is Nehemiah talking, when I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. So he, he is distraught and he feels this empathy for his people. That's leadership trait number one. And he says, I want to do something about it. And so he prays to God, God, you are almighty. You're amazing. He recognizes his own sinfulness before the people and before God. But then he says, God, I need your help. Give me blessing when I go to talk to this king. And so I think what we're seeing is two character traits that I think make sense to us. Number one, you have empathy for the people that you have influence with. You understand their situation. And number two, you take responsibility. And of all people on this planet, who does that better than our Savior? When he was on this earth, he weeps with uh, over Lazarus, and he, he, his heart goes out to heal those who are sick. All of these things happen, but ultimately, probably the biggest thing, he takes responsibility. He doesn't look down from heaven and say, like, deal with your own problems. Instead, he comes here to deal with our problems. So he dies for you. He lives for you. He rises again for you. So he is the truest of leaders. So before you can lead anybody, you have to lead yourself. Before you can lead yourself, you have to lead yourself in Christ, our amazing leader. Let's pray. Dear Lord, quite simply, make us the leaders you've set us out to be. 
have our hearts go out to the people that we have influence over and use this opportunity to be Christ-like, servant-minded leaders who do everything we can to let your glory shine. We ask this in your name. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here with Time of Grace. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast and we'd love for this podcast to be a blessing to you in the days to come. So if you could share this podcast, subscribe so that every episode ends up in your feed or just leave us a review, we would love more and more people to hear this message so that their lives can be surrounded and blessed by the grace of God. Thanks again and have a wonderful day.